What's up, everybody? This is Phil Rogacki. And I'm Jared Abergina. You're listening to Two Tree Guys Podcast. What's up, everybody? This is Phil Rogacki with Two Tree Guys here in Charlotte, North Carolina at the TCIA Expo 2022. I'm sitting here today with Mr. John Lo Bevero. Lo Bevero. Lo Bevero. Italian. Lo Bevero. Lo Bevero, huh? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> uh, here at the show, you know, is another episode of What's Your Story? You know, everybody's story is unique. Everybody goes through hard times and everybody goes through good times and ups and downs and uh, the experiences and things you've learned. Uh, we get to hear those stories. We get to hear about it. We get to to learn about it and the mistakes you made in life. Hopefully you're able to share them to individuals to not make those same mistakes and the things you've done good in life, the things that you can share with them to help put them on the right path for that. So uh, welcome, man. It's your first podcast, which is yep. awesome. First podcast, first TCI show. Are you show. nervous? Oh, first TCI show? Yep, yep. Oh, man. Well, what do you think so far? It's a lot to take in. Yeah? Oh, yeah. What? What are some of the biggest takeaways you've seen so far or something you've learned or, aha, I'm going to go back and this is what I'm going to implement? Uh, just basically chit-chatting with the guys. That's where I'd soak it in. You know what I mean? The equipment's nice, but I, you can see equipment all the time going to re local residential stores and stuff. But uh, seeing the different guys, the industry, the clothing, you know, um, the logos, you know what I mean? That's what does it for me. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Have you made any connections with people? Handful. Yeah, I who, walked right up one, you know, there was a guy's like with red shirts on. I seen like 30 of them. I walked in there. My guys are like, where are you going? I'm like, I'm going to chat with them. Yeah. I'm like, where's the owner? Where are you at? <laughs> so what, what, what are some things that you've taken from them? Um, just how they run their business. You know, every city's different. Every, you know, I just want to learn how, how they do it. You know what I mean? Like, how, how do you get to 30 guys? Why do you want 30 guys? You know, I've had 12 before and I could say right now, like, I'm good. Like yeah. I would never do it again. Yeah. Yet this summer I almost got to 10 guys, you know, but it's just different scales when it comes down to its different levels of the industry, you know, um, and the balance and, you know, when to do this, when to not do this, when to buy that other equipment, when do I get my fourth crew or second crew or third yep, crew for same that? levels to it. So that's why, you know, I, I had three guys, I had four guys before up to 12 and you just, you know, got to make sure you can't micromanage you know mm -hmm. big that's you, the biggest thing you need to build some good teammates that are able to to manage for you you know manage their teams because yep. it isn't the bigger you get was it jeff bezos uh amazon uh he said uh if you can't feed your team with two pizzas your team's too big so as you start growing and expanding of course you 30 people you can't manage you need managers to manage those teams on that and if they can feed them with two pizzas that person that's perfect for them. But once you start getting big, you start trying to micromanage and it doesn't work. Doesn't work that way. Um, three levels to it. I, we, and they. I, we, and they. Oh yeah. I like that. First I used to do it, then we did it, then now they do it. Got so, it. Where'd you get that? Um, the same people, you know, like Grant, yeah. Grant Cardone. Yeah, and Gary Grant v Cardone. And, oh yeah, oh, all of man. them, you know, just. 10X listen. baby. <laughs> Uncle G. Uncle G. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But just listening to them type of people and their mindset about it, you know, and just learning it's it's so it's not only just this industry, it's about the about that mindset, you know, of yeah. Trying to teach these guys and TCIA is definitely a good, you know, uh instruction to them to for safety in all aspects. Cause once I instilled that into my guys, they definitely 
took off to the races before. I mean, I've been in it for 14 years for myself. So um, how'd you get in it in the tree industry? Yeah. So what'd you do before the tree industry that led you to this? Nothing. This nothing. is all I did. This is all you did this your is whole all I life. Did. Since I was 11 years old, skipping middle school, working with uh, I was that neighborhood kid knocking on doors for money mowing lawns, getting hedge jobs. Hey, thanks for the job. Can I use your electric, by the way, to just trim? You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. No. Uh, but what made you want to do that? <clears throat> um, so a neighbor of mine, when I was like 10, 11, he was that guy around just trimming trees and everything. And he knew I liked working. So he was like, John, come with me for a day. Seeing that I worked and then he put me on to another tree guy. And I worked with him since I was 11 on top of my own accounts. I had like 12 lawn accounts, you know, 12 years old and mm -hmm. doing hedges and stuff. And then I worked with him. Yeah. And half the time I was literally skipping middle school, you know, kind of no parents at all. You know, really? Mom, yeah. No dad at all. Growing yeah. up, no dad. Mom was there. So who was instilling this work ethic in you? I mean, it just, just came. It just, just came. Yeah. Just kind of grew up. I mean, a was it rough. something to where you were like, I like money. This is how to get it. Cause you can get it two different ways. So to be honest with you, like when I was growing up, I didn't have a lot. Like my mom wasn't around at all, you know, in and out of rehab a lot. Mm -hmm. So no father, you know, stepdads were around, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but, um, it, it, I, I always seen when they came around with like the tree crew and the equipment and the trucks and everything. And the first time I seen that, I'm like, I'm working with them. And I did. And I seen, more and more equipment in the industry the, the trees were different we weren't at the same job every day and that just right off the bat that clicked for me and yeah you like that I like did. that that the the environment changing every day i wasn't no one was really telling me what to do i mean the guys you know just hey take two to seven pole pruners you know balancing them with my neck hurting all day you know just uh -huh. pole pruning all day yeah. long that's where i started off and you who, know who was that person what was that company uh, it was a sole proprietor, an individual. Um, he was in business. It was a uh, Christian brothers. Mm -hmm. Um, his name was Spencer, but he, uh, I worked with him since I was 11 till about 17. Really? Yep. You still talk to him? Uh, yeah, I do. Yeah. Yep. Here and there, you know, a couple times a year. Yep. Cool. So coming in there, doing that for that time, did he start teaching how to climb and do things? Nope. I was just more trimming, pruning, driving the trucks. You know, okay. he had his own set of climbers coming in. So I wasn't really getting trained into the. So nobody uh, was showing you anything on the climbing side. No. Okay. No, I wasn't a big climber. I get up there, you know, when I had to and learning from the other guys of watching them and stuff, but no one actually physically trained me. Okay. So yeah. why'd you leave that company? Um, started my own. Well, I was with him for, you know, since 11 to, to 17 years old. I basically, I quit high school that day. I ended up, that day actually ended up climbing a pine tree for him. Um, didn't have enough credits, some bull crap in high school. So I basically said, peace out. I quit. Yeah. And then um, went with him that day. A week later, I worked for another tree service, a buddy of his, because the work ethic and I was able to trim and prune because he taught me for so long that. This other guy thought it was a good attribute to him, but I was getting more work than he was. And I was, yeah, just turned 17 and then um, 17, 18 years old. But why is that? Why were you getting more work than he that was? That neighborhood kid. You know, by the time I went to just, my neighborhood where I would live, you know, where I lived, they were calling their friends and they were calling me on other, you know, uh, parts of town and getting bigger and bigger trees. Yeah. So I was bringing him income. And uh, by the time he was, you know, pay me, at the end of the week and i was like man i could just be in business for myself what am i doing so that's when i really like 
I was definitely done. Quit high school, no GED, no nothing. Yeah. I uh, ended up getting sole custody of my sisters, 18 years old, one one bedroom apartment. You know what I mean? And um, so I was a DBA, 19, 22 LLC, and then an, uh, incorporated 27. Nice, I'm man. I'm 34 now. Nice, nice. Yeah, I'm so, starting off with where, a, Where'd you learn kind of, because, you know, starting a business, everybody always has like, how do I start? What do I do? Where do I go? You know, how'd you kind of find that? Did you have any mentors that were showing you or guiding you or? The only thing as far as the tree industry is showing me how to wedge, how to clean up, you know, what types of different um, equipment is, you know, is used for that type of job you know that's that's the that's about it but as far as getting up the grind and the hustle i would say you know that was spencer he just every day he was waking me up down in the basement 14 years old 15 years old let's go tie your boots tight let's go you're not going yeah. to school today let's go so <laughs> pretty much that's pretty awesome but but starting the business wise how i mean How'd you start your business? Where, where'd you go to get the research on where, how to even start a business? So a friend of mine was a painter and, you know, I was starting to do a little bit of advertisement, had an $800 Chevy S10 two-door pickup truck. And, um, you know, he's like, Hey, you're, you're, you're kind of pulling in, you know, a little bit of money here. Like you should get a DBA. I'm like, what's that? Mm -hmm. He's like, you got to go down to the building and you know what I mean? Just set up your business and yeah, yep, doing business as. And so I, I started, I finally got that. You know, hired an accountant, 21 years old. And mm -hmm. how'd that feel when you were like, I got a business, I'm making money. This is mine. Nothing hit. Huh? Nothing hit. Nothing? Nothing. No. Just nothing was ever good enough. From the scene when I seen growing up, you know, my sisters, they got pulled out of the house at a young age. Um, you know, it was kind of a tragic whole entire situation with the family. So I had to take over, you know, like I said, with my sisters and stuff. But so when I was just growing my business from 19, 20, 21 is when I really got established. After that, it just everyone's like, you know, you know, we, we see out there you're you're doing it. And I'm like, no, it's not, not enough. yet. Not yet. No. Nope. <laughs> but just the past two years, I could I finally can sit back. Like, I just realized just the past two years, I could say, all right, I'm. I'm, I'm, I appreciate what I have now. Good, man. But, That's good. It's a lot of years of hard work doing it. Oh, yeah. To get to that. Starting off with, a, I took an old uh, 1978 camper scamper a trailer and like cut the whole top off, put 14 foot side walls on it, towing it with my Chevy S10 to it, oh way overloaded, just putting two uh, ropes inside the back of wow. it, you know, filling it up 18 foot high, just like yeah. stomping it. And then when we go to the dump site, tie it to a tree and hit the gas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, that's awesome. Got to start somewhere. You do. Absolutely. You know, I mean, it's a it's a grind. It's a grind. And you and you got to have some grit. And a lot of people don't have grit to keep it going. It's embarrassing if I see it now. Yeah. <laughs> but but you can appreciate that. You know, you appreciate what you have now. And you needed those things back then to, to go through to go. I appreciate this. Yeah, I absolutely. understand this. And I, I'm thankful for it. You know, yeah. uh, if people are just handed all that nice. Like with with some of our crews you know they get the nice equipment the nice trucks and they don't appreciate the old beat up stuff that you start with they have the nice they know no difference and they might treat it like an old beat up thing and i would recommend anyone to start off that way because yeah. you can show that appreciation yeah straight you up you can like, appreciate it with your oh, team yeah yeah for that so so let's tell me about your company and where you guys are at and what do you guys do um, yeah, we do commercial and residential tree service. Um, we've been in it, like I said, 14 years now. I think just the past two and a half years, we took off. Um, 
I just got a 225 effort two years ago. So we've been running that, you know, remote control on how do you uh, like grappler that? chainsaw. Love it, man. Love it. Can't change our price or anything just because we got something fancy or anything. It's yeah. we're, we're right, you know, right up there with the rest of them. But um, we're in and out, you know, stuff that used to take us two days. We're in and out in 15, 20 minutes. Ain't that crazy? That's shit. We're at least what, now, where are you at? What location? Binghamton, New York. Binghamton, New York. Yep. Born and raised there. Johnson City. Johnson City. Yep, yep. Gotcha, gotcha. So you guys are doing residential, commercial, you know, from that. When did you start getting into commercial? Um, I would say five years ago. You know, we got about a bunch of accounts, uh, advertising companies, you know, billboards along the highway, um, electrical companies, just a lot of local smoke companies around that I've been around long enough to knew yeah. they were, I was the guy, you know, all the painters and stuff and all the uh, the pressure washing companies around us, you know. Yeah, because I grew up with them. You know yeah. what I mean? So, yeah. When are you, we used to all hang out around the bar, you know what I mean? So, yeah. after hours and, oh, yeah, I'm doing a roof. Call John, you know. Yeah. So, just like, I, like I said, I was that guy, that neighborhood, you know, Johnson City. Everyone knew me. Everyone, you know. I actually just hired a, a mentor from TCIA. Yeah. Um, like a, not a, Yeah, like a mentor that comes in and checks your program out, your business, okay. tell you what. Who's that? What, um, shoot, he's going to kill me. I forget his name right now <laughs> <laughs> on the spot, you know. What was his name? I think his name was Charlie. But uh-huh. um, uh, you brought you brought him in to help, kind of. Yeah, he flew from California. Coach you and uh, yeah, to check out my program, check out the guys, see how we work, see how I do my estimates and everything. And that day he, he that day he came in. We got breakfast. Was it crew. Rick? Rick Shepard? It, yes, it was Rick Shepard. Yep, yep. Okay, it was. Um, sometimes I was talking to another guy. Sometimes Charlie, we call him Charlie. No, I'm just no. kidding. <laughs> Rick no. Shepard. Rick, Rick Shepard is a close I friend I think of it mine. was the rep that was supposed to come out, but Rick ended up coming because uh-huh. I am talking to someone else through TCIA good. and Charlie. Well, Rick, uh, Rick, you got you got a good dude there, man. You got a good dude, very knowledgeable, knows the industry, you know, ups and downs, and has been through it all. That helps help save you from making a lot of bad mistakes, you know, Absolutely. that he made and that his person taught him. So that's yep, cool. Yep. So that first day he came in, we were out uh, to breakfast, met the crew, but along our travels and we went to lunch and everything. Cause I got, we walked into this, um, I don't know, some dive place uh, to get lunch sandwiches or something. And we ended up getting it for free. Cause as soon as I walked, Hey Johnny, how you doing? How's the tree business today? And we sat down got some chili dogs and everything. And uh, yeah, he was, that was for free. And so he go the next day, um, he comes in, he goes, you know, I had to tell my wife last night, he goes, this freaking young kid, he comes all over town. He goes to an estimate, three people across the street. Hey, John, how you doing? Everywhere we go. Hey, John, how you doing? He's like, this kid was like a mafia kid walking yeah, around. So like, how'd you get, how'd you get that? I mean, how'd you get that respect? People knowing you and wanting to take their time to say hi, because in the world we live in today, it's, it's, it's less of that, you know, it's more of communicating on the phone rather than seeing someone face to face and communicating yeah. and saying hello growing up the way i did just comes back to square one how how me and my sisters grew up you know they seen they knew your story yeah they knew what's up so yep. to watch you in the neighborhood that you grew up to go that kid doesn't have a chance and then I, to go that kid did it he yeah. freaking did it and he didn't have a chance yeah it was um I had something I was just going to say, I forget right no, now. No, that's, that's special, man. That's, uh, no, well, that's because I could have totally went in a different direction. Totally. Oh, like everyone. 95% you know. of the, uh, the guys would have, you know? And that's why I didn't appreciate everyone saying my second, third, fourth, sixth, seventh year of, uh, you know, congratulations. At least, you know, I see you got a couple of trucks now, and it's, no, no. don't tell me thank you. Like, yeah. I'm I don't, not there I didn't yet. appreciate that. You know, like everyone's like, dude, you should feel good about yourself. And it's like, 
No, it's just, you know, making, I'm not done yet. Making a living. Yeah. You know, I'm just getting up, paying the bills like this is what you do as a normal person. You get up yeah. and you grind and you want to make a business happen. You know, you is what comes with it. Like, and, you, and if you never started a business, you, you don't understand that. You know, it's like I'm, I'm working to pay the bills. It's not like just because I have a business, I am driving a Ferrari and living in a mansion. No, I'm living check to check, paying the bills and yeah. grinding to make this work. Yeah. And there's that that point where you kind of top of the mountain you get over and you're like ah, okay there it is i made it i finally got to the top but it was a hard push and there you are yeah you know i'm, I'm all right yeah <laughs> i'm all right well what what's some of the what's some of the wisdom or tips from the top and things that you can share the people driving to work listening today that you can give them that could help them along their way it doesn't have to be in tree care it can be just in life in general for them I would just say tie your boots tight and just keep on grinding. You know, even those hard days and stuff, you know, I had those hard days where just messed up employees, you know, they trashed your trucks, you let them borrow, you know, trust me, I went through every single piece of story that you can even imagine. Um, I'm in real estate a little bit, so I even let the employees, you know, kind of like rent rent apartments and everything. They ended up trashing them, trashing your vehicle. No respect. You know, I've trust me, I've been many, many, many years of being that guy of helping, though I, because they're in your employees and you're trying to help them. But at the end of the day, you People make you be a certain type of way because they don't appreciate what you're trying to build or what you have. Yeah. So it's just, I would just say, you know, when it comes to having a business and trying, I understand helping your employees, but when it, when you pay them on Friday and they ask to borrow money on Monday, boundary line, man, don't do it. Don't do it. Just say no. <laughs> and if that's the case, just get rid of that guy. Cause I'm telling you that's that little bit of a problem is going to turn to a bigger problem two weeks or two months later. That is truth. It's it going to keep repeating itself and get yep. bigger and bigger and bigger. But I would just say just, you know, help yourself more understandable that you got to treat your guys well and but you don't have to go out on a limb. Yeah, that's good, man. That's good. Well, dude, awesome podcast, man. I hope everybody out there uh, listen to it. Listen to the story. There's there's more of John's story we're going to hear, you know, um, hopefully maybe one day you come to California uh, we're out here doing a training or something like that, and uh, we'd like to do maybe a full podcast with you so you can tell your full story, and we'll get the team and stuff in here. But you got you got a lot more to give uh, to the people around you, and I appreciate you getting on the show and sharing your life, sharing you know the ups and downs and where you're at now, uh, and feeling like I've I've done it, like I've gotten to this point, but now you're on the next journey to the next you know goal that you're going to meet. So if you guys got something out of this podcast, if you if you liked it, uh, share it. Don't don't hold it to yourself. Put it on Instagram, post it. Uh, that's the feed of the show. Uh, unless you want to send me some money. But if not, post this thing. All right. Uh, so I appreciate everybody listening to this. Uh, hope everybody has a good morning, good night. Uh, and remember to continue to elevate the standard of the industry through safety, training and innovation. See you guys next time. Mm -hmm.